0: to CollisionCast, the official podcast of Fender Bender Magazine, helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Fender Bender editor Todd Korteweire. In this episode, I'm joined by Fender Bender columnist Greg Lobsiger to take a deeper dive into his March column. Greg goes inside the numbers and breaks down the math to help owners understand where exactly they start to make money and how to increase those profits going forward. And now, here's our conversation. All right, so uh, talking about uh, the March column here from Greg Lobziger, uh, knowing your break-even from your owner's break-even, and um, so Greg, I guess maybe to start, um, you know, you talked about how you talk to shop owners, and you know, they think that maybe they know what their break-even point is, but um, then you dig into the numbers a little bit more, and you know, maybe they don't exactly know. So could you kind of, um, you know, break down, um, you know, what people need to know, and you know, kind of what the differences are there.
1: As uh, far as knowing your break even, um, it, it's one of the uh, crucial parts of being an owner that that we need to know. Um, and sometimes some of you may be thinking, you know, what in the is my break even? But um, it's it's actually based on our uh, expenses because there is a point in the month, and we hopefully it's uh, you know by day thirteen or so in the month. And an average working average month has uh, twenty one working days in it. 21.3 to be exact, but anyhow, there's about roughly 253 to 254 working days in a year. And, uh, uh, but there's a, uh, you have, whether you're open or not, um, whether you fix one car or not, there's an amount of expenses that you're gonna have no matter what. You're gonna have your uh, utility, your property tax, your liability insurance, work with comp, and you go to the list of all your administrative uh, expenses with the payroll, um, you know, retirements, and just all that stuff. Um, so no matter what, whether you fix one car or not, there's a certain amount of expense that, that we're all going to have, and that's you know our overhead expenses. But the uh, uh, we have to be repairing enough cars that we can meet our break even. Our revenue needs to exceed our break even point and or or exceed the break even, and that's our break even point. After that is when we actually start making money. So we have to fix quite a few cars uh, to cover all of our expenses before we start actually putting net profit to the bottom line. And there's so many shops, and i I talked to quite a few and and you know they'll they'll kind of talk a good game and and uh, think, well, yeah, yeah, I, I know my break even, and then we really start drilling in and And unfortunately, there's uh, more than not uh, have no idea what their break even even is.
0: So what do you think are some of those things that make it seem like it's more simple than it actually is? Like, what are some of the most surprising things when you explain to other owners that maybe they're not accounting for, um you know that are really kind of surprising?
1: Well, and, and uh, uh, you know, some of them, some of them are just running off their checkbook, you know, and so they, they kind of think they have it, you know, hey, if I get to 200 grand a month or 100 grand or 300 grand or whatever that number is, you know, I, I know that there's money left in the bank, and so uh, they they just kind of they'll kind of agree that they know what their break even is. Well, in reality, they, they, they really don't. Um, uh, and and it, it comes down to it's very simple uh, to actually figure our break even. Our um, break-even is based on our gross profit, and then it's also based on our expenses. And you would take the expenses and you divide it by the gross profit percentage. And if you do that math, let's say if your uh, let's say if your um, uh, expenses for the month are hundred thousand dollars, and you are at a fifty percent um, gross profit, which means that that's the, the the gross profit that's left after you take out the technician labor, you take out the uh, parts and the paint and the sublet. Um, uh, you take those out of the equation and then that's what's left that's what your gross profit is well the uh, um, if you have a hundred thousand dollars in in expenses you know the below the line expenses you know, with your wages and property tax and estimating you know software management software and uh, accounting fees and just to go through all that stuff um, uh, if you take that and divide that by the percentage of your gross profit, so let's take a hundred thousand dollars and we'll divide that by 50% or 0.5, you can do whatever you want on the calculator, uh, that would equate to $200,000. So what that means is that shop has to do at least $200,000 a month in sales to just break even, to not make any money. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and that's not our objective. We don't wanna just break even at the end of the month and, and make zero. Um, so there's what they call, that's, that's a break even, but there's another one that's called the owner's break even. And the owner's break-even, and very very few people are, um, are, they probably know that term or what the meaning of it is, but uh, what it actually means is if an owner says, "Hey, I want to, um, I want to walk out at the end of the month with, um, uh, you know, twenty-five thousand dollars in net profit," and uh, the way you would figure that owner's break-even. You take the hundred thousand dollars in expenses. You would add the um, one hundred twenty-five, or you add the twenty-five thousand dollars desired net profit, and then you divide that by your gross profit. Now that means that shop has instead of uh, breaking even at two hundred thousand dollars in sales, they would need to produce two hundred fifty thousand dollars in sales, and then that would leave them with a twenty-five percent net profit. Is how that works. Um, it's it's crucial it's crucial that every owner understands this and and here's here's the snag and this will go back to some of my first columns that I had had in there um, we have to have our P and L set up correctly we have to it can and and, uh, and I'll say this probably about every time we talk you know our CPAs they are not our financial advisor they're not their responsibility is to keep us out of jail <laughs> and keep us legal and with our taxes and so forth with the government. Um, but they're not our financial advisors, and um, we need to have our p and l set up correctly so we know what our overhead expenses are, excluding our parts paint and sublet, excluding our technician pay. Um, and that's 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 what they call above the line expenses, but all the below line expenses, I mean we need very clean numbers and uh, and back to our gross profit. you know some people and, and it's so funny, I'll talk to owners and they think some of them think gross profit and net profit are the same thing and they're They're not (laughs) Uh, gross profit is is above the line and then all your expenses are taken out of that and down at the bottom is what's left and that's the net profit. But anyhow, let's take just a quick example. Let's say that shop owner says, I want to walk out with, um, uh, you know, $50,000 in net profit. Okay, you just do the same math, $100,000 plus the $50,000 desired net profit. And now that equates to $300,000 is the is the uh, desired gross sales. To
0: walk away with a fifty thousand dollars net profit. so so, um, what is you know the, these are sort of simple concepts, but you know some things that, like you said, some shop owners maybe just aren't that intimately familiar with. So you know what are some of the ways um, that you know owners can educate themselves, really like dig into their you know profits and you know make sure that they really understand these concepts?
1: Um, there's there some professionals out there. Um, and I, and if anybody needs to need some, uh, contacts on, I mean, and I wouldn't be me, that would be their, con- you know, kind of a financial consultant. But, um, if anybody was wanting some particulars on that, I mean, they're welcome to reach out me. I could I can get them in contact to set up their PL correctly. But even with me, I mean, I'm, I'm not, wouldn't charge me anything, but you know, if they want to just have a conversation and try to understand a little bit more about it, um, I'm at the place in my life that I like to give back. And if I can help, uh, somebody i would i'd be glad to talk to him but again it all barrels down to having you've got your gross sales above the line you've got your uh, cost of goods sold above the line that equates into your um, do the math and that equates to your gross profit and then you know down at the bottom down there we've got our total expenses and it's just very simple math but so very few um actually know how to uh how to figure it and again it's it's so many of us like me uh, were former technicians you know we were technicians that turned into body shop owners and 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 i still for fun get out on the floor sometimes because that's where my heart is and that's where i was born and raised but at the end of the day um we're business owners we're not body shop owners we're business owners and business owners must understand their numbers so anyhow hopefully that uh, uh gives some some clarity there and, and especially with so many so many of them are not, uh, you know, are, are not making the money they should. And, and here's the really neat thing. This is what's really cool is that um, back to our example shop here, that their um, their break even was, uh, you know, with $100,000 expenses with 50 percent gross profit. Let's say they they start writing some better estimates. Let's say they may start uh, collecting uh, more money on tow bills and, and different things like that. Um, you know, I, you could run down the road as far as repair versus replace on panels and stuff, but we'll kind of leave that out of the equation. There, I, I was just talking to a, a, a really good guy uh, in, in the past few days here, and we were talking about his average estimate hours. And, and uh, there's definitely some things, some some repairs that they're, some uh, repairs and operations that they're doing, they're not getting paid for. And so if he can if he can make sure he gets those items on his estimate, uh, he will raise his gross profit. So here's the cool part. And this, and again, it's just math and it it really, at the end of the day, it's, you know, we want to make money and, and, uh, um, the math would be, let's say he still has a hundred thousand dollars in, in, in expenses. He didn't go fire anybody or start beating up his, you know, his, uh, um, insurance people for lower premiums on his, you know, shop liability or whatever, you know, start start making a bunch of phone calls and and like that to, to drive down his, his expenses, not that we shouldn't do that at some level. But let's say he raises his gross profit from 50%, maybe to 53%. Let's just say as an example. So prior, with $100,000 in expenses, when we did that math, divided by the 50% gross profit, he had to do uh, $200,000 in, um, $200, in sales just to break even. Well, let's say he, he goes to a 53% gross profit, and we do that math. Now he only has to do $188,000. In sales to get to his break even, which is uh, uh, or let's take he wants to walk away like we said earlier uh, with a twenty five thousand uh, uh, dollar net profit he had to do two hundred and fifty thousand. Well, if he can go to just a three percent more higher gross profit, now he only has to do two hundred and thirty five thousand dollars in. Uh, gross sales to to have a twenty five thousand dollar net profit. So anyhow, there's extremely important that we understand our our break even. So many don't, and also understand the effect of uh, writing better estimates and uh, uh, and even you know lowering our paint costs and and uh, maybe negotiating with a um, you know a parts vendor for for better discounts and and again you got to be careful with that stuff. We still have to have very good service from our job or We got to have very good. Um, you may have the the, the cheapest um, you may find, may say three points on parts from a parts vendor, uh, but they have one truck and it delivers, you know, uh, twice, a, you know, t- once every two days or whatever, you know, and we get terrible service. Well, then that wasn't worth, that climb wasn't worth the view on that one. So um, anyhow, hopefully that uh, gives you some clarity on that.
0: And there are more examples of this math. If you want to uh, see them in Greg's column, um, if you haven't read it yet, um, it is available for March, and uh, Greg breaks down more of these uh, numbers in full detail. Greg, um, any final, I guess, words of advice or wisdom or final thoughts on this topic?
1: Um, just again, um, it, we're we're businessmen, and we're not we're not body techs anymore. We're we are, <laughs> we're running a business, and we're handling we're not handling fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, many of us. You know, we're uh, majority of the shops are in the two and a half million dollar range. We're handling a lot of money every year and, uh, you know, it's passing through our business. We want to keep we want to keep some of that money. That's the objective. And the only way you're going to be able to to do that is to uh, you've got to understand your numbers. So anyhow, I can't emphasize that enough.
0: Perfect. Well, Greg, thanks so much. And we'll look forward to talking to you next month to break down the April column.
1: Yep. I appreciate it, Todd.